Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. Have 
these messages be heard. So um, it's, uh, I feel like it's my duty to do whatever I have to do to, to get it out there to the world. Well, listening to your music, it comes across as being very therapeutic for you. A lot of us have a very, I don't know, also challenging. Sometimes it can be very challenging to express oneself as far as feelings and emotions and also showing a sense of vulnerability. And it seems to me from the outside looking in, you have been able to capture that where you've been able to express those emotions through your music. Do you find it that it is a sense of therapy for you? Oh, it's totally therapy. I I couldn't exist without music and without expressing and letting things go. Um, part of creation is um, throwing it all out there and, and coming to terms with it and accepting it. And, you know, we can't change most of the things that happen in life, but we, we can at least do our best to accept the, the situation and the circumstances and just try to love and be better from them. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I find fascinating about the music industry, um, the industry has a tendency to try to label different artists or try to put you in a box. And I love your your freedom where you don't want to be labeled. You look at yourself <laughs> as you look as you look at yourself as a person as being a creative force, creating things naturally, organically. How does it feel to you to have that kind of level of freedom where you have that level where you just, you know what, I'm going in to create what I feel and I'm going to make sure that everybody can connect in what I'm doing? Uh, For me, that's the only way to be. Um, One of the first songs they wrote in Nashville, I've never released it, but um, it was um, called Circle in a Square. And it's all about dealing with that. It's all about, um, you know, not really fitting into the box, you know, um, especially being in in Music City, it's... um, you know, everyone wants to put a label on something. I mean, that's just our brains need it. But um, I never want to limit myself. You know, I know that I am capable, and there's bits and pieces of all genres and and things that are a part of me and, and my essence. So I never just want to call myself one thing or, or get stuck in, in one thing. Oh, I can't ever let that happen. <laughs> um. <laughs> does, it, does it make it somewhat challenging because... When you when you when you have that kind of gift and family, she has an incredible, I mean, an incredible voice. Being an independent artist, knowing that it's it's challenging because everything you do, you have complete concrete, you have complete creative control over it. But at the same time, knowing that if you have the machine behind you, they can get your brand and your product out there more. But at the same time, they want to try to control every aspect of who you are. Do you find that challenging knowing that that's going to come soon, much sooner than later? you have to steadfast as far as I want to make sure that I remain true to who I am as an artist? Um, the way I see it, um, there's two, two ways to live life. You know, you can live life for, for passion, for love, um, for the spiritual reason, or you can get caught in the rat race in the machine and you can right. live life and, and do your career and do your purpose to to fit the golden standard or, or be put in that box. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie, being an artist, especially at this level, is very hard financially. Um, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the whole wide world. But I would never want to just sell my soul out um, for success that doesn't even feel good or right or genuine or um, even deserved, in my, in my opinion, for me, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't be real. 
you know? So um, as hard as it is to be an independent artist and to do so many things myself and not just have that big company to rely on or tell me what to do, um, for me, independent, unless I find a label that's willing to work with my um, creative um, <laughs> creative um, control issues, I guess, right. <laughs> um, then I don't think that's really the route I'm going for. You know, I don't, I'm not in this to be um, a big pop star for fame. Honestly, fame has killed all of my favorite artists. Um, I'm in this to, to make a message and a, a meaningful one and to spread love. And if I can't do that, then I don't, you know what I mean? Then there's no point for me anymore. So, uh, absolutely. For those who haven't had an opportunity, for those who haven't had an opportunity to see you perform live and they say, you know what? I have some tickets to go see Stella Moore perform live. What can they expect in a live performance from you? Mm, I always like to say it's an experience. Um, you know, I, I like to be one with my audience. It's, um, it's, it's about our moment together, our time together. You know, the show isn't, isn't just me, it's all of us. And, um, I really do feel, I really do feel that when I'm on stage. Um, I love getting it with my fans and, and being free, you know, this world's so messed up. And if we can, you know, have, um, at least an hour where we're just all grooving together is one then that's that's why I just you know it's that's those moments are what make it all worth it you know when we can be unified you know I've never been really good as far as comparing artists to one another I really don't like that but I must say (laughs) your vibe your attitude and your demeanor you remind me so much of Stevie Nicks you really do and your vocal prowess you remind me a little bit of Tina Marine because you have so much I call it essence, a natural essence about you that draws people in to you. Can it sometimes get a little bit overwhelming because you know so many people have have fallen in love with your music and yourself and they want more. (laughs) They want more of you, especially they're waiting on this debut EP from you. Um, I always try to keep my my head on straight and um, my ego in check. Um, Okay. You know, there's um there's so many talented and amazing people in this world and I feel so honored to to have the gifts that I do. But at the end of the day I'm just a I'm just a being like everyone else and I'm truly honored and um just ecstatic when people wanna hear more music and, and wanna be in a lot more of of what I'm trying to do. Um this message and and my gift and and everything that I'm working towards and living for, um, the the bigger team, the bigger army of love that I have surrounding it is just amazing to me, and um, I'm just thankful for it. It's really a beautiful experience when you know that you have a team, a strong team that cares about you, not as an artist, but as a person, because it's, as you said, it, it's very, it can be challenging when you know people are not there for you as a person, but they're there because they feel like they can get something from you. Can you kind of tell the listeners out there how important has it or how beneficial has it been for you to have a strong team around you and also being able to maintain that balance between the business aspect of music and also a personal life? You know, I've, um, I've had my ups and downs with the music business. I, um, I don't want to spend time focusing on negative things, but I've had my, 
fair share of um, just bad encounters with people and experiences on this journey here. But I have built a team the past few years that is like family. We really are like family. My band, my management, my producer, um, we are all in this as one, you know. My name might, it might be Stella Moore, but it's so much bigger than just me, and I couldn't do it without them. And it's, it's really all grown and come together with them, you know. Like, I've been fighting and trying to make this happen for most of my life, so it's really been within the past two years with that solid community behind me where things have really actually started happening. You know, we've got our first two singles done, the EP, and... You know, our, we're just getting more and more shows. It's a, it's a true um, blessing, and it's so beautiful to see it grow and to see it evolve from just um, a few dreams written down on a journal, you know? Absolutely. Now, you mentioned a producer. Can you explain to the listeners out there how important is it to have a producer that gets you, that understands you, not only understands you, but being able through the recording process to bring something else out of you that you might not realize that you had. Oh, it's um it's so important to have the right producer. Um it's like it's like making a, a child, you know, a record. Right. Or, I mean, I don't want to compare it to kids. I don't have kids, you know, <laughs> I know that that's a whole other level, but for me right. this is like my baby. So okay. you want to obviously make your baby with the best partner. You know, you want Absolutely. to make sure that it's got all the right qualities and the, um, you know, the right work ethic behind it. And it's done, you know, how, how you really want it to be done. Um, for me, the biggest thing I was looking for is realness and rawness. Um, you know, I wasn't, I don't know, nowadays records are so perfect. You know, everything has got to be um done, you know, just, just, just right. And for me, I really love all the old um, soul records. I love it when it was more real, more raw, there was more human in it. I feel like the human has um, gotten out of a lot of music these days. So um, I think it was really awesome to work with my producer. And um, there was a guy who co-produced who also engineered the record and who, um, you know, my producer and I were really stuck on this real raw human vision and uh, my co-producer engineer, uh, Walter, he was, you know, like, definitely stay with that. Trust your gut on that. But we have to, you know, polish this up. We don't want to, you know, do it exactly like we did back in the olden days, you know, back when they did it on tape. We want to have some of the modern elements to it, you know, um, so we can not be so obtrusive to modern day ears. Um, you know, because people just have a certain standard that they're they're used to hearing. Um, but uh, it was cool to have the combination of what me and my producer, you know, what we really had our vision, and then to have somebody else kind of balance um, with just, you know, the, the standard um, music industry standards these days, you know. Right. Now, I must say, you know, um, being over 21, a couple of times, I can greatly appreciate. I can greatly appreciate the rawness of music. It was something special and unique. Going to a record store and buying an album or a forty-five, you felt that yeah. rawness in, in in the music. It was real. It was really real. And don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with having a quote-unquote polished product, but it's something raw. It's something special and unique when you go in the studio, bare bones, live instrumentation, and you're just going down and laying a track down, and it's raw, it's real, and you can't 
fake it. And that's one of the things I get from you in your live performances is one thing to get in the studio and create. It's another completely different aspect when you go out on stage and you take it to a completely, a completely different level. How does that make you feel? And how do you come down from such a high after a performance like that? Oh, performing to me is, is everything. I, I love it. The studio I had to learn, you know, I had to learn how to be a, um, a studio singer. It's just a, it's a different world. I am a very energy sensitive person and I, I love shows because I do, I get to feel that connection and that oneness, which is who is ever in the audience and willing to be, to be part of it with me. And right. it is really hard for me to come off that, that stage high, um, a lot of times we have long drives after shows, so that helps, you know, a nice little drive will definitely weigh you down. But when we're playing in town, um, I definitely see the sun come up a lot just from okay. not being able to shut my brain off. Um, it's it's overwhelming and, and so beautiful to me to, to feel that love like that. So Absolutely. Now, I'm going back to 2016 when you released Get Right. How have you seen your writing progress from then to where you are right now? Oh, man. See, my writing is always progressing. Um, When I first got to Nashville, I um, learned the Nashville songwriting way. You know, I learned the formula, the order, and then I decided to kind of just break out of it and do my own thing, (laughs) um, which is what this record has kind of shown. definitely not um standard as far as forms go but um i do love i do love it and for me writing um if you notice from get right to to spice groove um just how dramatically different the lyrics are you know every song has a different purpose and so i always write you know for a purpose get right was it was written for a live show i wrote that song so i could sing it to people live and get people going live and and really have that experience you know, with the audience. I wrote that for my people. And, and you know, Spice Groove, I, I wrote that for my love. So, you see, that's more um, that's more intimate. You know, that's more um, vulnerable, I guess, to me, that message than um, just my general message of love that, like, Get Right gives. Um, but I always try to stay evolving with writing and just, um, just push myself and try new things and, and not ever try to stay just one way, you know, with one genre or or one style as far as lyrics go. I like to get poetic and weird, and I like to just lay it right out there on the table like Get Right does. So. <laughs> All right. One of the things that I love about Spike's Groove, that smooth, backbeat jazz infusion mm. is incredible. It's incredible. It's funky, F-U-N-K-E, at the end. And the way you were able to just layer your vocals over that was beautiful. How long did it take you to work and also complete Spike's Groove? So Spike's Groove actually started more acoustic. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't really add the the whole guitar solo until we brought it full band. It started with okay. just me and my guitar player, and he played that jazz riff for me, and I was like, oh, you know, because I love, I love jazz, and so I was instantly inspired and um you know, wanted to write on it, and then um, we we were playing it just acoustically, just me and my guitar player. We did um we did a show with it, and 
Um, and then we kind of brought it to the full band and was like, hey, you know, we really want to do this full band. How can we work this out and fit it in with the show? And um, that's when we kind of made it a little more epic with the guitar solo. And um, and I, I'm a huge fan of Jimi Hendrix. I, I love guitars so, so much. It's like you know, <laughs> just part oh. of my love. I obviously can't play guitar like that. <laughs> but um, my guitar player, Derek, can. And he... Um, and he shreds it and kills it. So anytime I can give him a chance to shine, I, I love it. I, I love that stuff so much. So. Well, I'm going to tell you something that definitely resonates through your music. And without further ado, let's get into it. The new hit single from the incredible Stella Moore. Of course, Spike's Groove. You're in the zone of LOTO Radio.
Mercy, the incredible Stella Moore, and guest Lord, with her new hit single, mm, Spike's Groove, available on iTunes and also on Amazon.com. And be sure to pick up her 2016 release, Get Right. That's also available on iTunes and Amazon. And to get all the latest updates, stop by her official website. That's at www.stellamore.com. And you can also get connected to all the rest of her social media websites there and also her upcoming events and her album. EP. Get confused with album EPs nowadays, but her debut EP is scheduled for release in May. My goodness, next month. Lovely one. It was truly an honor for me to to have you on the show. And when the next single is ready to release, send it here. We will definitely debut it here first. And hopefully soon you'll make your way down here to Houston. We would love to have you come in the studio and perform. Oh, I would love that. It's been really beautiful to talk to you today, and I just really appreciate you having me on the show. Well, the pleasure is truly all mine. Much continued success, and keep doing what you're doing, okay? Thank you so much. So much love to you guys. (laughs) Same here. The captivating Stella Moore here in the zone of LOTO Radio. My goodness. Remember, family, the new hit single, Spike's Groove, available on iTunes and also on Amazon.com. My goodness. 1.28 Central Standard Time on a very mellow, therapeutic Wednesday afternoon. Let's get lost in a little bit of a Steve Cole with Maximum Cool here in the zone of LOTO. <laughs>
had to get a little bit mellow with uh, some Thai coffee. Can you love me that way? You're in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. want to send on a very special thank you to the incredible Stella Moore. Thank you, my lovely one, for joining us today. And remember, family, the new hit single, Spikes Grew. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually available as we speak on iTunes and also at Amazon.com. And be on the lookout for her debut EP set for release, actually, next month. But, hey, you know how we do it. When it's ready like grandma's cookie, they can be somewhat soft, not completely done. But, hey, you send it here. We will definitely debut it here and put it in rotation. And make sure you get all the latest updates. Stop by Stella's official website. That's at www.stellamore.com. Also, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, the same handle. Lord and mercy. And speaking of handle and beautiful, man, it was a pleasure to have on the captivating and super talented Tracy Cruz. Yeah, so let's get into it. Her latest and new hit single, Losing in Love, <laughs> from her upcoming EP, H3 Artifacts, here in the zone of LOTL Radio. I'm losing in love I feel like 
unusual for you to just not call me. It's unusual for you to stop loving me.
Madness from his uh, new album, Summer Madness, here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. And before that, yes, Lord, that also, <laughs> Rick Broad, my man, his new album, Around the Horn, of course, Love Take Me, featuring the incredible Miss Lindsay Webster. It's been a blast. It's been real. Nothing but love and a whole lot of teddy bear cuddling to you today. It's been a wonderful Wednesday. I want to thank everybody for sharing the uh, half the part of the afternoon with me. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Hope you enjoyed the uh, music that hopefully gets you through the day. I want everyone to be careful getting home from work. I know it can be sometimes tedious, somewhat strenuous, but it's okay. A teddy bear has you. A lot of uber love to y'all. Stay positive, so full of love. And as in always, keep it so full. Here in the zone of LOTO Radio.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.